0: Welcome to episode number 38 of the Going for Greatness show. I'm Jennifer Weissman. It's December. That means airline travel is a nightmare. That means waiting in line, angry customer service representatives, delayed flights, lost bags. All of these flying nightmares often create a frustrating travel experience. I thought it would be interesting to talk to the founder on the board of JetBlue, Anne Rhodes, helped describe the origin of how JetBlue was built on values and shared some details on exactly how they ask questions to hire the right people for JetBlue. Here are some highlights of my conversation
1: with Ann Rhodes. We will not tolerate people that don't have the values. It's just not part of our makeup, part of our persona. So the secret sauce is we ask questions on the values. We don't just check for competencies. We want a combination of Competencies and values. We don't want just one or the other. Walk through an airport and watch the people who seem happy. <laughs> you will see Jeb Blue employees just being happy. They smile. If you go to JFK and you see them, which is our main airport, you will see people being so happy and just acting like they're glad to be there. And then you look at other um, airports and you go through and you see other airline employees.
0: Now, here's my full conversation with Ann Rhodes. Pay special attention to what she talks about core values, accountability, and behavior as part of the DNA of JetBlue and how they remain a very profitable airline. If JetBlue were a character in a story... How would you describe its personality?
1: A very energetic, a can-do attitude. What's interesting is everyone said that we would never make it. Many airlines had gone broke in the prior 12 to 18 months. And so when we got together and we said, that doesn't matter what people think, we will do it. The character was a individual who did not believe In failure, which was really interesting. They had a 3% unemployment rate, and we still believed we could hire the best A players around. Um, When people told us they weren't available, we found them. We actually had delivery of 10 planes within three years, so we had to have over a thousand people. And it took us 28 people to interview to hire one. So you can imagine what kind of activity we had. So you had to be enthusiastic, you had to be energetic. You had to have this we can win attitude. And to me, that is everything about JetBlue when we started. And smiling and happy and working 12 hour days, that's okay, right? The character wanted to win. So we were, it was a bunch of winners who believed and had experience winning and believed they could do it regardless of the circumstances, frankly.
0: Core values is around behavior. Is that what I'm hearing you say?
1: We believe that values, they have to be described. You can put integrity on the wall, but it doesn't mean anything to anyone unless they know what behaviors make up that particular value. So if fun is one of your values, then you need to start with people with a sense of humor, right? And that's what we did. We wanted fun because we knew it was a very tough environment, extremely tough. Um, but we wanted people to enjoy coming to work. The minute they come in that door, if you were at their offices in Long Island, New York, you will see an attitude you wouldn't believe. They come in smiling, they leave smiling. They—that That is by design. We wanted a value to be fun. We wanted a value to be caring. What they did during COVID was incredible for their people. Uh, our people, I still call it our, even though I went off the board about a year and have a couple years ago. It's just an attitude of winning, an attitude of caring, an attitude of fun, because they're values. Those are the values: um, caring, fun, integrity, safety. Literally, I think it's also about passion for the customer, internal and external. And you have to remember, your internal come first. Because if you don't have a passion for your people, you don't. You'll never have a passion for your customers.
0: Give me an example of how you have fun at JetBlue, especially during Corona when no one was flying. That could not have been fun.
1: That's exactly right. Um, But I will tell you, it wasn't fun and it was very, very difficult. But for instance, one of the things, let me give you an example, the caring value first. They paid and it was done by board members and management members. They paid for anyone's funeral that was a close family member. It was done that's a caring value. The fun part was, what they did was they had a number of people who said, we want to learn during COVID. So they, instead of like every other company, they cut training, they cut getting together. They What JetBlue did, well, we sent fun messages on your computer in the morning, those that were at home. We gave the mothers extra time to stay with the children because you know so many care centers for children, child care centers. I heard this number, 25% New York went under. So there was no one to take care of your parents and your older I mean your children and your older parents couldn't do it either because of the the potential for them to get infected right so we what we told them is to enjoy your children stay home and we'll give you two years and you won't use your you won't lose your seniority you will still keep that seniority which is so critical in the airline world and enjoy it and if there's anything we can do there were areas where for example people went out and helped these people that needed food We paid for things to happen in the community. We actually paid our employees to go to the community and work. We let them enjoy as much as they could what was going on and to make the best of it. I literally think, and we also, by the way, uh, started people going to college. We ended up with an agreement with the university for them to go to school online, a combination of online and in person. And 135 graduates finally graduated. Um, the first graduate graduation of 135 people, all of whom told us they had did not have a family member that had ever graduated from college.
0: Wow, that's amazing.
1: We have what's called the JCCF Fund, It's a Jet Crew member fund and employees, the first day you start, you can give a dollar or more to the fund. So as a board member, I gave them cash that I received to that fund. And what happens during COVID, some people couldn't pay their rent. They applied and they, in most of the instances, they were given money to pay their rent. Many times they had other issues and they could apply their different reasons. We delineate the reasons and you can apply if any of those if any of those circumstances happened to you. And we gave out over a million dollars.
0: When you say you're loyal to the employees, I would imagine that you have a very low turnover in an industry that is probably very high turnover. Right. Is that right? We
1: started with a very low turnover. I frankly don't have the number since COVID because I know COVID um, caused many people to <laughs> turn over that wouldn't normally. And, and for the most part, when we lose people, it's because of childcare or because of other things that they can't actually control. If you go online and look at our website and you look at some of the comments people make, they love working there. It's constant. I mean, I get it all the time on the website. Seven to 10% turnover in our reservation agents, and most people have 25 to 30 in the airline world. Now, I will tell you one thing we found out when we were recruiting and we first started in 1999. What happened was, our employees, some potential employees said, is there any way, we were in Salt Lake City it was our first Red center, is there any way we can work from home? And we figured a way. We were the first ones to ever do it. And so these mothers, for the most part, the Mormon moms, um, got to stay home and work from home. And that, if you think about 24 years ago, that was not happening. But because they asked us, we said, well, there'll probably be a way. And David Nealman, the founder, said, of course, there's a way. We'll have the technology. We'll create it. And we'll figure a way. Another part of the carrying value to me.
0: Is JetBlue a profitable airline?
1: Yes. Since we started flying, we've been profitable. Our stock has suffered recently. Uh, They're going through right now a potential merger with Spirit, purchase of Spirit. And so whenever that happened, you go through a period before. Culture is what people do when they're not looking, but it's also the collection of behaviors when you think about it. So the secret sauce is we ask questions on the values. We don't just check for competencies. We want a combination of competencies and values. We don't want just one or the other. If you look at most employers, they look for competencies versus the values. And sometimes they haven't even defined the behaviors they want. So to get consistency of experience for our customers, we literally look for similar behaviors in the people we hire, and that's why it takes so many to even hire one. And it's particularly difficult in today's environment. But we ask questions, specific questions about past experience, because past experience um, is about 93% predictive of how you will behave in the future. So obviously, if you have integrity yesterday, you're going to have integrity today, right? (laughs) And if you didn't have it, you also wouldn't have it today, in all likelihood. So integrity would be a question we ask. Give us an example of a time when, by telling the truth, you could be losing your job, but you still told the truth, right? One of caring is, give me an example of a tough customer situation you had where you had to go above and beyond to take care of the customer. The key is specific examples where you tell us the situation, the action, and the result. We call it a star. And then the comparator is that Then you see that people behave in a way that mirrors those values and those behaviors you've defined. Many companies believe that just putting the words on the wall, have people walk in with those values, that just doesn't happen. You have to be very specific. Talk about them. You will see example after example. They go across the screen when you turn on your computer. Their lanyards have the values on them. Every single manager has stories of people living the values, which give examples of the behaviors we're looking for. We will reiterate the values on a continuing basis when you come in at the headquarters, the, the wallpaper has the values all over it. And not only that, you know what's interesting? When you have the values and they're so alive and people are continuing living those, it's intuitive and people will hold other people accountable that work there. When they see someone not living it, they will actually talk to them about it. That isn't the value that we practice here.
0: Thank you for listening to episode number 38 of the Going for Greatness Show. I'm Jennifer Weitzman, your host. If you found value in any of the things that Anne shared about best hiring practices based on values, please share this episode with a friend or post it on your social media. Thank you for listening.